0: you real soft real gentle real silky with the debut track from the house dj otis james uh, we, we're coming in with a debut album a song and album today uh another day um it's got a beautiful shout out to a friend a couple of friends of ours that have passed away we're gonna be posting up the track so that if you're not already a fan of otis james prepare to be everybody it's time for tremendous. It's time for some love uh, from Tommy Witts and Elliot Rovetti. Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? Not too bad, my friend. Not too bad. What's going on with you? Uh,
1: Not a whole lot. I am at the store tonight. Went to the store last night. That was cool. With Rove. Tommy is at the fucking store With with Mr.
0: Live himself. Mr. Live. Rove Live, <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, that's yeah, that's fucking awesome. So, how long is your run? You are doing uh, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Cool. So it was good. Cool. It was yeah. And Dave Hughes was there last night as well. Man, when you see these guys like Hughesy especially crushed, and then you know Jacques Barrett as well. I love Jacques Barrett. I hadn't really seen him perform live before. I think I'd seen Crusher. him like a bit absolutely crushed one of those things where you're just like they're just playing a different game they're mm-hmm. on a different level mm-hmm. uh, it was amazing but yeah, yeah grows very cool. am, Jux grows an amazing moustache oh it's
0: amazing it looks it like is, he yeah.
1: should be in the west like he's, been, <laughs> like he's got a like a,
0: a taint um, callus yeah. from riding horses like, over <laughs> like he's his. about to kick down the doors in a saloon that's yeah. right he's thirsty and he hasn't had a bath in <laughs> weeks <laughs>
1: two sarsaparillas keep that water away
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah no no that's fucking awesome man you're in great company but does it make you feel intimidated or do you you growing to the occasion
1: uh a bit of both i'm definitely intimidated but i'm intimidated before socially intimidated no just like by the 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 occasion of it all Mm. i find like the
0: lights seem a little brighter
1: yeah a little bit And like you kind of see how many people are out there like you know it's hard to slink away out of the comedy store even through the fire escape it Mm. follows you Mm.
0: you know and you're not a smoker or anything like that so you have no excuse to (laughs) to, to just stand there inside your own thoughts Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah uh but no i'm good i'm good and you how are things going with you
0: Great. Um having a good week. Uh, very, very excited that it's the weekend though, and that you and I are both on schedule. Actually, it's our second recording in a week because we had to record on a Monday and now we get to do Friday. I never get to hang out with I mean, I never want to hang out with no, you No, I twice resent in a it. Week. I'm not a like <laughs> <But> <laughs> really <Here> we are. <laughs> no, I'm very happy about it. It's great to see Tommy Wits again. Um got something pretty ex-
1: exciting coming up in this episode. That's right. We got an Elliot Roast spelling beat. We finally did it. We've got the
0: Elliot Roast. Spelling bee We well, managed to track down some children Through legal means <laughs> Nothing to do with the dark web We haven't even <laughs> had to resort to anything like that yet
1: I don't know what cheese pizza
0: is Um, All trickery and fools <laughs> <laughs> Trickery and fools <laughs> no, no, no. What <laughs> does that mean? Means that we tricked and they're fools <laughs> 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 No, i got just joking We've got the... Um, we've got the uh, Elliot Rose Spelling Bee coming up. Uh, a lot of they've been sh- shown some love, guys. If you've got children, let them talk to us.
1: <laughs> um,
0: because we've, uh, we've we've just wrote, we've just had like the Elliot Rose Spelling If You've got
1: children, let them talk to
0: us. We've just had the Elliot Rose that's Spelling the, Bee. Uh,
1: that's the that's the motto of uh,
0: Nambler, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I mean, I, you know, I got a working with children check. If that's what you need, I've got that. So that we, we're all above board. But we do actually. Um, we've got some some children scheduled to compete today, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good, Tom. Feeling pretty confident about myself.
1: Yeah, you. Well, I mean, they are nine and eleven, so <laughs> you'd be concerned if you weren't feel if, like even if it was misplaced confidence. If you weren't confidence, I'd be concerned. Like even if you were the dumbest twenty eight year old I've ever met, Ellie, at least why I'd like are you to, like sweating. <laughs> Put down, Mister Nice. He's not. It's too late to study. <laughs> I've got Doctor Seuss, and I'm just like with a highlighter.
0: Green, G R E E N. <laughs> Damn. All right, no. Uh, so that's fucking. That, that's awesome. Which actually brings me to uh, my next point,
1: Tom. The gig counter. Gig counter. So all right, I've been. Uh, I've got this up in my wall the other day. So I know. I know. I went. I went. <laughs> I went three, four, and six for the first three weeks of March, so that puts me on a, on a cool thirteen leading into this week. Where were you at at the start of the week? By as of Sunday night.
0: As of Sunday, okay. So uh, for the first three weeks, I went eight, seven, and
1: four. Fuck you are all. Oh no, all right, I'm fucked then. So you were on nineteen
0: for this for just. You were that.
1: nineteen before this week started. That's right. Yeah, then no, you're you're gonna be smashing me because then I've had I've had one. I've got five this week. Okay. So I'm only, I'm only, wait, what did I, what did I say? You are on 19? 19. 19. Yeah. So I'm only, I'm tied with you if you did no gigs this week.
0: No, no, no. Hold on. No, I'm on more. Um,
1: yeah, that's what I mean. So how many gigs did you do this week?
0: No, no, no. I'm even, I'm on more than 19 as well.
1: Eight, seven, and five. Eight,
0: 7, 8 7, and 5. four. Eight,
1: seven, and four. That's 19. Good thing it's not the oh. Elliot Rowe Mathletics Challenge.
0: Oh, dude, I'm the worst at math. Okay, cool. Oh, cool, that's cool, what cool.
1: we should do next. All right, times tables challenge. After you lose this one, <laughs> <week. laughs> it's over <laughs> immediately. Yeah, I'm happy. That's okay. What cool, cool, for. cool.
0: Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, that, okay, you're right. We got 19, and then this last week. Okay, so there, because because after this uh, podcast, there are no more competitions for in terms of our gigs. Yeah. Cool. So you win. D- is that you, really?
1: You, you did a you did a gig this week, so you win. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. How many gigs you do this week? Four. Yeah, and you win. Oh, that's amazing. Unless unless I can find three more gigs, four more
0: gigs tonight. Well, you know what song I want to hear, Tom? You know what song I want to hear? It's the Pride MMA early 2000 victory track. Woo! I'm Fedor. I'm Fedor Omelianenko slamming you, Kevin Randleman, on his head. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Actually, getting slammed on my head before I
1: triangle you. Is this just? Is this just gonna? Yeah, I slammed you on your head. Damn it. <laughs> this is just. Yeah, slowly working its way towards being the MMA podcast I initially wanted to start and <laughs> you refused. I'll never do that. <laughs> uh, I regret starting all of these competitions because not only do I now owe you a case, you're also getting better at stand-up, which I hate. <laughs> I should have started the who can do fewer stand-up comedy gigs competition and just lied. Dude, you are my Spenny. And <laughs> I am your Kenny. Fuck, That's I right. would be Spenny too. That's such a shame. <laughs> That's so disappointing. I love
0: with the way I love the way that you argued me the first time that I said that sentence. You're like, yo, there's no way I'm fucking Spenny. And then slowly you were like, What? I did I that? Am Is that a thing I
1: did? <laughs> Yeah, dude. I don't believe that because I like. I don't think that I am like Spenny. But if there was a Kenny and Spenny between us, there's no, there's no way I'm Kenny.
0: I think anyone that is a Kenny versus Spenny fan should actually just weigh in and be like, this isn't a Kenny versus Spenny competition. But whoever acted more like Kenny or Spenny in
1: the competition
0: (laughs) gets awarded the Kenny or Spenny.
1: Well, I do think like the level of kind of backdooring I tried to do out of the foot challenge was very Kenny. Mm. I think like not owning up to the the spirit of the competition. That's pretty Kenny.
0: That was beautiful. I actually loved that. that. Oh, that was a very very um, <laughs> diabolical part of your mind that yeah. you used and I was proud
1: <laughs> Oh no yeah it's, it was it was half diabolical, but it was mostly just cowardly I Oh think. my goodness I, I don't like the idea of going to office works for pictures of my fate. I don't, I'm really not I'm not comfortable with it at all <laughs> dude what are you of all you're a comedian stop being silly no I'm a professional worker
0: <laughs> I, I have a. I have a job I have a life well I can tell you this I am not going to uh, I'm not going to get pictures of your feet developed for you <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough
1: <laughs> I will I, think I my- could I think I could pay you enough I think I, I think I could give you about I reckon I could offer you twenty dollars in cash and you'd be like all right. <laughs> Is this for the photos as well?
0: <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, in terms of the gig count, uh, guys, I came second in the Seizure Kaiser Comedy Competition at Kelly's. Um, should have been first, but Gary McIntyre, Sydney comedian, um, also has how many children does he? Has like I think uh, too many. He has six or seven kids.
1: Like, I, yeah. That I even thought more. Like I thought maybe double digits, but I could be wrong. Six or
0: seven kids, and um, I, I think at least uh five of them are, uh side impaired.
1: Is that yeah? F- five of them are side impaired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I knew
0: one of them was. He, um, his wife has um, you know, I think she's uh, she has side impairment. Um, and so for, I think five of seven or something like that. The children have side impairment, so they come to sh- comedy shows, and you can vote as an audience member. So he's just got like five blind kids, like bl- like voting for him. <laughs> And uh, at the end of the, at the
1: comp- and, and Elliot's whole. Exp- Elliot's all of his comedy is in the face. <laughs> <laughs> They're not seeing the depth in the expressions. I know. They're missing all the comedy.
0: I know. I said, but at the end of the competition, I said, Gary, uh, we were like, we were shaking each other's hands. He's a very nice guy. We we're like, uh, friends with his family and stuff like that. And I said, Gary, well done. You're going to need to know so many more blind
1: people to beat me in the next <laughs> round. <laughs> Did you say? It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, c- I didn't know. I thought there was one. Visually impaired child. There's, there's five. There's yeah. five visually impaired. I can child. I remember
0: one of the. Uh, actually, it was, I think it was Christine and Damien. I definitely remember Damien. Damien comes to a lot of shows. He's an absolute champion. Um, but yeah, they, they have, they have um some sight impairment, and they're like just this rock solid family that love their dad doing comedy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't have to be confronted with how few people there are there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Gary McIntyre told me once I remember when we first got back into doing comedy after lockdown, and Crown Comedy was the first thing to come back, like the first gig to start again. And Crown Comedy, for as long as I had known it, had been the bleakest, most depressing open mic I'd ever seen. And I was there. But, but <laughs> for about two weeks, maybe a bit longer, maybe about four weeks. When comedy first came back and Crown was the first one to open, it was jam-packed. Like, every Thursday for the first month that we were out of lockdown, there were minimum 40 to 60 people there doing stand-up. It was crazy. It was
0: a COVID hotspot. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Fortunately, all of the people that were there had no social contact with anyone outside of the comedy scene. So it was
0: very... It was airlocked. they really should have just let us keep doing it uh, from
1: behind a glass screen because on the other side we're not talking to anyone <laughs> <laughs> but uh i remember talking to gary i saw him there at one of them and i had only gone i didn't go to the first one I went to the second one and i was chatting to him at this gig and i was like oh were you here last week he's like yeah i came my wife and i because they live out past Penrith and like, yeah, my my wife and I, we drove to Penrith station. We got on a train, came to central changed trains to get to Mm -hmm. Lewisham. Took us about an hour and a half to get here, sat here, watched two hours of open mic comedy. By the time I had to get on stage, we were going to miss the last train home. So I had to leave before my set to get on two more trains to get back home. Ugh. Three hours of traveling time and two hours of open mic comedy and zero minutes of performance. That Jeez is Christ. a level of commitment I would have never given this.
0: Yep, that's why he intimidates me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like where you're like a guy who's uh, you know, maybe autistic or something like that, and you're like um, this, and you got to wrestle him, and you're like <laughs> he has no technique, but he might have some unforeseen strength. <laughs>
1: I I don't understand where your brain goes. It makes no sense to me. Here's a little secret. Here's a little uh, behind-the-curtains look at the Tremendous podcast, everybody, and for you, Elliot. Sometimes you make jokes that I don't understand in the slightest, and I laugh all the same. I know. We said and that on would a previous it podcast. kill you to do it for me once in a while? <laughs> would, could I have one? Do I have to put in an applause audience sound effect to give it to myself, or would you be so kind as to give me one, Elliot? Give Tom, me.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> where, where the laughs aren't coming from me, my friends, absolutely a mess fans of you they're always like shut up let tom talk more <laughs> um, they're like uh they're, they're big fans of tommy wits so um they're laughing on the other end so but,
1: uh, but no i won't give it up <laughs> <laughs> something uh something pretty entertaining happened to me this week yesterday i went to a funeral which was you know not always the most entertaining thing to go to so this was kind of like i've been describing it as like a secondhand sadness mm. in that I didn't really know the person who died, but I know people who did love the person that died. And it was sad for them, but the person themselves, I have almost nothing to do with, mm. but uh, the person who passed away was a Ukrainian. And so we were late to the funeral. We were 10 minutes late to the funeral and uh, we got in. And when we walked in, they had a Ukrainian Orthodox priest singing hymns in I'm assuming Ukrainian is as a language, to this woman. And we missed the first 10 minutes of it, and it, no joke, went for another 15 minutes. Oh, wow. 15 minutes of foreign language hymn as no one in the room was Ukrainian. Because Maybe
0: it's to make sure that they're dead. <laughs> and be like, they won't be able to withstand this. <laughs>
1: that's, that's true. They were singing it straight to her. So that's fair. That could <laughs> be it. Get up. <laughs> I bet you won't. Yeah, she's, They're just spreading rumors about her in Ukrainian. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: In Ukrainian, it's the equivalent of just like a mosquito in
1: your ear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so that was the first thing. But one of the things that happened was they're obviously like burning incense as the hymn is going. So they're burning incense for like 25 minutes. By the time it is over, the person who runs the like the master of ceremony stands up to the podium and is like, oh, thank you for that... Uh, um, thank you for that performance. And then he goes. Uh, so I'm just uh, conscious of time. We have 21 minutes left and a few <laughs> speeches to go through. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll first hear from. We're gonna uh, have to cut the uh, the, the singing short. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and we're gonna have. We'll speak from. And the first guy up to speak speaks fantastically. She's back down. Second speaker comes up just as the fire alarm goes off. No. The incense from the Greek Orthodox oh. priest set off the fire alarm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your culture isn't welcome here Because it's not safe
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your culture is a fire hazard <laughs> So everyone had to evacuate And you know when like, you evacuate A chapel and you see all the people Like there was this massive Indian family Awaiting the next funeral And the hearse had already pulled up
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did they get out of the car Like Snoop Dogg with just smoke coming out of the car <laughs> You know what I mean? like, And they're like they are not gonna like You, you, gotta, you can't hotbox it in there what do
1: you mean? Like we open the chapel doors?
0: No, they, they they open the door of the hearse, <laughs> and it's just like they roll up, and it's just fucking Snoop Dogg smoke off boxing a car. Like I don't
1: understand why this is the joke. This is exactly what I was just speaking about.
0: It's because it's incense, Tom. It's incensed in there, not weed. Oh, oh God! Uh, I so hope yeah. that made sense to at least some of my Indian or weed smoking friends. <laughs> Um, oh, no, guys, no, that's, I, that happened. To, that happened to me. The other it's day. always nice when you have a friend that said, uh, like, I'm like, I said, Tom, uh, what have you done today? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, I went to a funeral this week, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Just ahead of, like, before the before you tell anything about the story, I'm sorry
1: to hear that. And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to have that. You're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it's like you almost feel you almost feel bad when people like the same with um, like people from work. Are like, so do you need another day off? And it's like, I don't need this day off, <laughs> <And then it's- laughs> but I will take it. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> no! That will look okay. Um, can we
0: give a rest in peace, please? Can we almost? You know what? if This is my carpeted living. This is my carpet in my room. Uh, I'm pouring out a drink for who? What's his name? Uh, her name Tatiana. Ta- her name Tatiana. Rest
1: in peace, Tatiana. Don't. I'm
0: pouring out a little sip for the homie. There it is, beautiful. Uh, and they just
1: poured beer on his carpet for no real reason. What's her name?
0: Tatiana. What? Tatiana. What? I have no idea Tatiana, rest in peace May you rest in peace (laughs) (laughs) Let me get a uh, just quick break So I can quickly clean up my carpet (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is not brought to you by Tremens Lingerie You ever been looking at your significant other Wearing lingerie and thought to yourself That looks good I wonder how it would look on me, 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 introducing the Tremens lingerie line. Silk, satin and sack supporters, we've got everything you need to feel sexy yesterday. Before uh, I was introduced to the Tremens lingerie line, my friends would always talk about anal and doing it with their girlfriends or whatever, and I was never into it. But after wearing the Tremens lingerie, I finally feel sexy enough to let my wife fuck me in the ass. The Tremend's Lingerie line. Hey, Phil, what's that sticking out the back of your jeans? And we're back. That we are.
1: Elliot, we've got a momentous day on our shoulders. That's right. It is for me. It's about to be. Well, I really, really hope not.
0: The thing (laughs) we have promised
1: for a long, 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 long time, as with everything on this podcast, finally comes into fruition. The Elliot Rose Spelling Bee. Here we go. We have a couple of kids trying to find out can elliot spell better than a nine-year-old or 11 year old we're going to find out today i truly hope not Uh, we will what do you think what's how good are you at spelling across the board
0: um, hopefully good enough to beat some children. You'd really hope so, wouldn't you? You know, I, my, my ego has taken some big shots
1: in the past, so we'll see about this. <laughs> this might be the worst. Yeah. So 11 years old, born in 2009, you know, neither of these children. We have a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old. In fact, we've got to give them a call now because
0: they are going to bed. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> assume, I assume immediately <laughs> after this phone call. All right, let's give them a call. Hello, hi Laura. How are you doing? You're on the tremendous podcast with Elliot and Tom. Um, hey guys, uh, how are you doing? We're good. Tremendous. That's awesome. Um, are we on loudspeaker? You are. That's awesome, uh, guys. Uh, my name is Elliot, and next to me I have uh, Tom Whitcomb. Um, I know that hi. your names are Xavier and Winter.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Very nice to meet you guys. Thank you for being on our show today.
1: You welcome.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. Well, look, um don't get too kind with me because I'm about to defeat you guys at a spelling bee competition. Does that sound uh, fun with you? Like does that sound okay? Uh me defeating I you? will beat you. Yeah, we'll
1: see about that, buddy. Is, is that, that's that's, <laughs> that's Winter, I take it? Yeah. Winter, tell me do you do you like spelling? Are you good at spelling? Yeah. 50-50. Okay, it, let's hope it's the first fifty yeah. this time.
0: <laughs> okay, guys. Well, look, what we're going to do here is, and uh, we're going to have a Tom uh, read out a couple of words that I can't see um, to you guys, uh, and you. Uh, we're going to have a challenge on who can spell it. So I say that we're going to take turns on different words on who goes first. So I'll let you know when you when you got to spell one uh, first, and when I've got to spell one first. Um, but we'll go back and forth and see who can score the most points. You guys are going to be one team um, individually. So you've got a nine-year-old team, a 12-year-old team, or is it 11-year-old? 11, yeah. Sorry, a nine-year-old team and an 11-year-old team versus me, the 28-year-old team.
1: Elliot, in trying to explain this to children, you've made this so much more complicated than it ever (laughs) had to be. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, Xavier and Winter, who's the younger out of the two of you? Who's the youngest one? Can I hear from you? (laughs) No. That's you? Is that Xavier or is that Winter? Winter. Winter. All right, Winter. We're going to start off with you, right? So you're going to to spell the first of these words. Are you ready, Winter? Yeah. Fantastic. Winter, can you please spell age? A-G-E.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: (laughs) Correct. Well done. Fantastic, Winter. Winter progresses to the second round. Elliot, your first word in the year three spelling bee as the 28-year-old contestant. Okay. Everyone. Everyone? Everyone. Okay. It's uh,
0: E-V-E-R-Y-O-N-E.
1: It's correct. Okay. It's getting tight. Okay. Winter, your second word. Friday. F-R-I-D-A-Y. Fantastic. Look how quick that was, Elliot. Look how long it took you to speak. She's cold. Everyone. She's cold uh, as ice. <laughs> ice cold. Big brain. She's, She's big brain. Oh, my goodness. All right. Elliot, your word. Together.
0: Together. Together. Can, can I, Tom, can I get you to use it in a sentence, please?
1: Tom and Elliot record the tremendous podcast together. <laughs> okay. Uh, together. Um, T O G E
0: T-H-E-R. Okay.
1: Oof, this is so tight. I'm, so, I'm on the edge of my seat right thank now. Goodness, Winter, goodness. your word. <laughs> forgot. Would you like to hear it in a... F-O-R-G-O-T. Fantastic. Damn three me. for three. Elliot, your word. Balloon. Balloon. Um,
0: balloon. Okay, uh, B A L L
1: O O N. This is this is going to go for a long. Th- you guys are both too good at spelling. Well, we
0: got to go three for three, and that's it. So we can go to stalemate. That's fine. That's a stalemate. That's a draw. Yeah. okay. You went to a draw. still gonna
1: win. That's,
0: that's okay. We can go to we can go to a sudden death with a more complicated word.
1: Okay, I like that. All right, let me go. I'm gonna I'm gonna step things up to the fourth grade spelling words. Okay. Here we go. Oh, all right. Winter, in sudden death, please spell breath. Huh? Breath, as in I am holding my breath for you to spell this word. Oh. D-R-E-A-T-H. Spot on, oh Winter. I thought I amazing. was going to get you there. <laughs> Elliot, your word, Faint.
0: Faint. Faints as in how I will feel fi- what will happen if I lose this competition. F A I N T. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: No way. I'm afraid it was the other faint. <laughs> no way. He hasn't. As in fainting a punch. S E I N T. You could have asked it for a sentence, but congratulations, Winter. You have defeated Elliot in the first ever <laughs> EJ you. Rose oh, spelling me. No.
0: <laughs> well done, Winter. That's so good. Well done. Congratulations. Oh, can we play Get her? her congr- it on. We have to play her congratulations song. That's amazing, Winter. We've got the. Uh, the the early 2000s Pride MMA fighting competition victory song for Winter. Well done.
1: Winter specifically requested this song. She's a huge Pride fan. Yeah, she yeah, wants yeah. head stomps back in the UFC.
0: <laughs> she she, she head stomped me tonight. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that. Okay, I'm coming off an L right here. Okay. Uh, can I? <laughs> okay, I've got to go up against Xavier. Xavier, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Xavier. Obviously, you just uh, saw. My uh, my dangerous talent, the my skill that I'm bringing forth. Are you ready to spell against me? Yeah,
1: yeah. Xavier. How do your spelling uh, How do your spelling skills compare with your sisters? You better speller than Winter, do you think? Probably. Oh, Winter Poopier. rebuttal. He's a poop. I thought. So, yeah. Oh, yes. how do you spell poop? P O O P. Oh boy, she's showing off at this dastard. This is ridiculous. All right. Xavier, your first word, type. What? First word is type. Type. Type, as in what type of 28-year-old takes on an 11-year-old in a spelling bee? (laughs) T (laughs) Y P That is correct. Woo! Goodness me, that was quick. All right. Elliot, your word is equation. Equation, as in Elliot has never correctly solved an equation.
0: Oh my goodness! Okay, equation. E Q U A T
1: I O N. It's good. Equation. Correct. Oh my goodness. Xavier, your second word. Understood.
0: Um. U-N- D- e- oh, I mean, double O D. <clears throat> Xavier. Oh, oh my baby. goodness. Buddy, it was a big one. I'll admit that it was a big one. But look, I'm 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 feeling good. I knew that I was gonna lose girls learn how to spell quicker. Don't, don't feel too bad. EJ, you <laughs> still you,
1: you still need to convert this one, all right? You still need to you need to spell this word correctly to beat Xavier, right? I'm already talking smack. You are already talking smack. It's like the it's like me in the in the foot fetish competition. <laughs> He's gone too hard too early. All right. What's the next word, Tommy? The word to win, to end with it with a with a one and one record. Elliot, the word is. I thought you were asking me is what to win, and I was like, "Is that two words?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> the word is
1: constitution. Constitution.
0: Oh my goodness, as in the uh, the constitution of Xavier is one of a cold killer, <laughs> <laughs> and one that's coming at me with. All right, okay, let's go. Constitution. Uh, constitution is spelled um, C O N S T I T. U-T-I-O-N
1: That's correct Okay There we go Elliot has won Woo! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry Xavier Oh I'm putting on the crown <laughs> But then I'm taking it off for, I'm, I'm
0: taking it off for Winter Well done Winter Thank you so much Xavier I really appreciate you guys participating Aww. In the first Elliot Rose Spelling Bee of 2021 <laughs> <laughs>
1: You guys are the best. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate you. um, You're
0: welcome.
1: Hanging out. Thank you so much. Congratulations, Winter. Commiserations, Xavier. We'll we'll try again next year when you're up to sixth grade. (laughs) I am in sixth grade. Oh, well, you couldn't even (laughs) spell fifth grade grade words. (laughs) 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 You
0: you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Uh, Big love. Thank you, Laura. Have a lovely weekend, you guys.
1: Bye. Ciao, guys. Have a tremendous weekend. weekend.
0: Have a tremendous weekend. (laughs) Ciao, guys.
1: Bye. How do you feel? Defeated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. You're bitten by a nine-year-old. albeit <laughs> oh, be with some very creative was, uh, I, sh- uh, I, sh- I should have known. You
0: definitely, can- you definitely kennied me. I am the Spenny today. Uh, <laughs> well done, Tommy. Um, I need a quick drink. <laughs> this podcast is not bought to you by hire a scapegoat. Have you just committed a crime? Are you running away right now? It sounds like you need hire a scapegoat. At hire a scapegoat, we send in a guy who thinks that he's delivering a pizza for $250 to the scene of your crime. Have you just robbed a house and tied up the occupants inside before fleeing into the night? We're sending in Lenny with a suspicious pepperoni. Have you misled your stockholders and have to go to a meeting that will surely end in certain arrest? Sounds like you need Lenny's cousin with a Hawaiian. Hire a scapegoat. No, I'm not doing the time. Perfect. Okay, uh, Tom. Next on the
1: next on the uh, agenda for the week. I want to do the Uber thing. Do you are you are you are you brave enough to do the Uber thing? The Uber thing. Wait, before we actually touch
0: on the Uber thing, because I have no idea what that is, quickly, quickly. Um the competition that we have done, we are going to bring you uh, f- videos of the foot in, um, humiliation for both of us. I have failed as uh, a foot athlete <laughs> to withdraw the money on time from the account. And as I foolishly and therefore, agreed,
1: single-handedly lose the competition and I don't have to do anything. That's I, correct? Well, I definitely have to
0: sell the rest of the photos. Like I, I, I did $17 and something cents, so I have to close the
1: distance. Oh, no, you didn't earn any of the money. Because none of it's in your account, you so you need to sell twenty dollars. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> Go back on the uh, on the previous podcast. The rule was whatever I did. All right, make. if
1: you if you need to send me the clip from that podcast, I will drop it in. Now done. I I, I you you seem to think that I've put in some loophole for myself, which seems very out of character for me. I think <laughs> I would have been tight as to avoid having to do something in not this according situation. to jim
0: mcnally and jim mcnally knows that you're a, a, snake, yeah, in I the, am a, a snake a snake in I the foot grass and you're trying to bite these sweet tots <laughs> <in> the <laughs> <laughs> i'm sticking these fangs into those big toes baby <laughs> yeah so we will bring you the retribution from that competition and we will also bring you the puntathlon we're trying to figure out the laws
1: I don't um, think okay, I've been thinking about this. Someone just said me, said to me the other day that there are laws about this whatever. It's a podcast. We're on like it's an international thing. What could the Australian laws possibly have to do? I reckon the pentathlons fine and if it's not we'll work it out. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: That's what I'm saying. We let's can even build, we can build a set here on my house or something like it's no. like a casino or something.
1: I reckon I let, I reckon we try and go out. If it just ends up, well let's try and go out and film it on our phones as subtly and discreetly as possible. Mm-hmm. Let's set a date. Let's set a date that you we know have to I do love the to a day, Tom. All right, okay. So what what when it, you think we must it's got we've got to be, to be able to do it soon, right? Yeah. What about pick one whenever you want. Okay. The seventeenth of April. The seventeenth of April I can't Sat- do that.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm joking. The seventeenth of April. Saturday, yeah, the
1: seventeenth of April. Yeah, let's do it. That is just over three weeks away. Okay. Let's do it. Beautiful. Seventeenth of April, Puntathlon will be coming at you with the results the following week. Yeah, that's right. And uh, We're going to be going
0: to uh, competition. We're also going to be trying to bring you some uh, content related to that as well. <laughs>
1: We will be bringing you some content. I can't. I, I look I can't. forward to some content. I'm so Yeah, that's the you enjoy this content, Kenroy. Here comes more content uh, in multimedia form.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sucks. I'm trying. I'm, I'm just underselling my abilities to sell to to edit a video. I'm just like, man. I'm not going to be able to do this. Too <laughs> <lot>. <laughs> yeah, gonna be, obviously, it's going to be limited. It's you. Yeah, it's us, Tom. It's okay.
1: I was pretty impressed. We got the the videos Elliot's pulled together. I mean, if you ignore the fact they're nine minutes long and no one has nine minutes to do anything (laughs) these days. Uh, They're pretty good. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Here's what I want to talk about, Elliot. Uh, And keep in mind, actually, I only have 15 minutes. Tell me. All right. You had an incident a couple of years ago that turned your life upside down (laughs) and has ended in a very, very happy story, which is the start of Bondi Cleaning and Revenge Co., but at the time, it was it was dire. It was sad. You were fired from one of the what I presume must be hardest to be fired industries <laughs> that exists, that being the world of rideshare. So bad, Dee didn't want you. That's how bad it was. Dee said, "No, nah, we're good. We don't we don't need this." Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, an, an an organization where speaking English is a nice to have. Yeah. Didi said, no, that's that's cool. We're all good <laughs> on this one. <laughs> I was so good at this job. I really our, was. Our offices might need cleaning. We'll contact you in two to three years.
0: Uh, Tom is talking about the period of my life where I worked for Uber. I worked for Uber, so I'd, I'd just become a comedian. It was a very flexible job for me as a comedian, and... Uh, I got fired from Uber, which I've never heard of anyone really getting fired from Uber. No, I've never actually, to this day, I was like, this is going to... Yeah,
1: because usually when you get fired from Uber, it has to do with a criminal case. No, It's because yeah. you. they refer to them as the sex offender. That's <laughs> the person that gets fired from Uber. Well, I feel
0: like I had a French sex offender in my vehicle uh, <laughs> upon getting fired for the reason that I okay. got fired. So
1: the fantastic thing about this whole story is EJ caught it all on camera because EJ was on the misguided assumption that he was in the right. <laughs> that's the thing that baffles me the most about all this is you self-recorded all of this which i totally get conceptually and i have this on my phone so you don't have to pull it up but uh but, but we have all of the footage of how this played out do you want to because it starts kind of halfway through the confrontation talk me through how we got to you turning your camera on yourself okay so we're in Rushcutters
0: bay i don't usually have a camera on the car but we're in Rushcutters bay and i'm asking, i'm taking this guy to the airport so I pick him up, and the first thing that he does that's kind of rude, which he did, which like I did not like as an Uber driver, was he would have his suitcase and just wait outside, wait outside the car kind of thing. So I'd pop the boot, and uh, he would just wait out there and not – Put it in the boot, like be like, okay, I need some help.
1: Oh, really? So he just he because he was a fully kind of like able bodied man. Oh, absolutely. He was, and it was a, it was just a briefcase. That would happen with. All oh, it was like a time. suitcase, though, right?
0: Right, a, su- a suitcase, the kind of thing. Like, and so that would happen all the time with everybody, kind of thing. Going to some, like some people were cool and just put it in as soon as they hear the pop of the boot. If they needed help, some they'd ask. They could be like, "Hey, can I get some uh, help?" And I'd be like, "Absolutely." But this guy just stood there, and I was like, already a bad sign and uh we were driving we drive out of his street where's he going where's it where's he on the way to the so airport to the airport and he uh shits on the way that i pull out of his street like i pull out like he goes oh you should take your you should watch the blind side there the cars come out of there real quick like but uh he goes you, you you hit it too quickly kind of thing like that and i was like okay and uh and then i turned right like a couple hundred meters down and uh he was like it was at this petrol station on um street there kind of thing. It's right near Rushcutters Bay, like the park, the bay there.
1: Oh yeah. It's just Rushcutters Bay Park. is it?
0: Rushcutters Bay Park. And uh took a right there and he goes, I didn't see it. Just the way you took the turn back there is just, the, is like that one. You should like, and I, I was like, that's it. We're done. And I, I was like, I don't know if I was having a day or if his attitude before the.
1: So let's just recount quickly. All right. Uh, this guy has asked you to put, or kind of imply that he wants you to put the briefcase in the, in the, in the suit. In the Sorry, the suitcase in the boot. That's right. Dick move, but okay. First time i actually, I pointed that out to
0: somebody else uh, and being like outside of Ubering or something that I that knew that I did Uber and I'm glad that you agree that it is a dick move. It is definitely a dick move, okay. for sure.
1: But it is also like w- kind of within his realms as an asshole customer. Do you okay. know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things you can do as an asshole sure. customer if you choose to play that role. Okay, mm. so that's the first thing. And then he's made two comments about your driving mm-hmm. first one was at a roundabout and then the
0: second one was at a right turn on the street that we just had the roundabout uh, discussion about and,
1: uh, and that was that was the final straw
0: For me his tone I was like I have so far to drive with this guy to the airport if this is he given me two comments inside of his street. I'm going to find an opportunity right now to pull over. I'm not getting on the highway. Because in Rushcutters Bay, you go straight onto the um, um, Eastern Distributor, which then goes right onto the road to the highway to the airport. And I'm not going to drop the guy on the side of the highway. And I'm not going to do some dick move and turn off and be like, oh, I'm not taking you to your destination. Mm. So I'd have to sit in this car with this guy for fucking the whole trip to the airport. And I'm like, fuck, as somebody that's been doing Uber for a while, I was like, fuck that. I'm not dealing with you right now. This is a hotspot. I can get some more rides anyway. Get out of the car.
1: Yeah. Uh, should should we pick up from there in the live video? Yes,
0: and that's where we pull over at a petrol station, and he says,
1: "I am not getting out of this car." He goes,
0: "I'm not getting out of this car," and I was like, "Oh, really?" And then I put on the video.
1: Here we go. Get
0: out of the car now. And if you if you choose not to, I'm gonna have to uh, get you out myself. Uh, this is all gonna be documented on camera. Can you please jump out now, Stephen? Please.
1: First of all, I'm gonna have to get you out myself. Very like you have the most amazing way of being threatening without sounding threatening. <laughs> <laughs> I was just <laughs> letting him know, like this isn't gonna
0: be some power thing where you're like, "Hey, man, I'm just gonna be having a protest in the back seat now, and uh, I don't care what you think." I'm like, "I'm gonna throw the trash out."
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I got that, I got that loud and clear from that little clip. Here we go. Uh,
0: get you out myself. Uh, this is all gonna be documented on camera. Can you please jump out now, Stephen? He's recording this okay. himself. Thank you. I, I want you to, okay, I want you to document you it. I want you to document it because I want you to be safe and want I want it? me to be safe. So why please. Why do you want me to get out of the
1: So at this stage, both of you are recording each other, which is my favourite move in any (laughs) video like this because you both are vehemently confused. Like... Both vehemently feel you are in the right. <laughs> You're both like, I'm going to put this on Reddit and everyone's going to be on my side about this. It's a this. passive. It's a passive threat with what it
0: is. It's being like, watch what you do. And I'm like, I want you to watch what you do. And so I put my like, and it's not like we're facing each other, looking at each other's lenses. I've got mine set in the dash in the dash cam where you would hold your phone if you were watching maps on. Yeah, if you were driving. In portrait
1: mode. In portrait mode,
0: and uh, the or guys. Not portrait,
1: what's it like? Selfie mode.
0: Selfie mode, rather, and the guys are filming me in portrait mode. Okay. What happened? I want you to get out of the car because I don't want to drive you to your destination. Why not?
1: Because I don't feel safe with you. (laughs) 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 This is the most effeminate 50-something-year-old French man while Elliot, with his wild locks and his black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu at the age of nine, is in the front. (laughs) (laughs) Steven I do not feel safe with you in my car I do not feel safe that was the part where I was like you are so full of shit in this video <laughs> like when I, w- I watched this I'm video- just playing
0: the role dude are you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta go by the script what am I gonna be like hey man I know I can beat you up but you're annoying me now get out
1: <laughs> when I watched this video the first time it was before I'd seen your explanation and when you said I don't feel safe with you I was like what did this guy do like run his finger through Elliot's hair have <laughs> <laughs> I
0: threatened you? In any way. I don't feel safe with you. I don't need to explain why I don't feel <laughs> safe with you. I just want you out of my car. Is that okay? <laughs> I don't need to explain. I, just, I know it's entirely baffling. I'm a victim. We'll explain in court, okay? And I'll relive it then, and only then. Again. <laughs> Even please, I'm document, and I want you to document for your own safety. Please, I'm going to put it on a holster here. I so I threatened you. Um, I said that I feel threatened. It does, I don't need to explain wow. how. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to explain. <laughs> I don't. Rapidly. No one would make a victim explain how he goes. How did I make you through it? And I'm like, that's, you know, no, I, why would you make me say, I'm not going to say that. Get out
1: of the car. I don't want to relive that right now. That's what I'm saying. The threatening. It was just the way that you say it as well. Where you're like, so, threatened
0: you. Um, I said that I felt threatened. <laughs>
1: <but> I'm <laughs> I'm correcting him. This is you. And <laughs> you had being like, how the fuck do I justify
0: You're this? right. <laughs> Bro, the whole time I was doing that, I was like, how do I make this guy be like, the, I'm, I'm
1: threatened by him? <laughs> you know when you're in an argument and you're clearly in the wrong, but you've built a point that you think there might be something in? Like I reckon if I stick to this, there's gold here somewhere. Oh my God.
0: I need to explain wow. how. That, that's my prerogative, Stephen. One second, I'm going to pull over so we're not in anyone's way. Yes. And it's safe for you to do what so. What happened, sir? You were looking the street, I told you... That's you right. I, I, you feel, I feel unsafe with you in my car, so please, if you <laughs> could get out of the what? car, that would be terrific.
1: That well handled. Really really well handled. I'm going
0: to help you with the door as well, so that you've um you're assisted
1: completely. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Is when you turn into like that. Have you seen there's a subreddit called malicious compliance, where it's like I'm <laughs> no. going to comply with you so hard it's going to ruin your day. I <laughs> want I want to get out and help you out of the car so you feel fully assisted. In this process, get out, jock. <laughs> I'm going to hold your hand and assist you in hitting yourself. So why are you hitting yourself?
0: Oh, Piers, if only you knew. Tripping over anything like that. Don't want you tripping over anything. I'm not going yeah, to trip.
1: I know because tri- I'm going to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> t- I don't want you tripping over anything. To which, uh, what's his name? Steven replies, "I'm not going to trip," and you say, "Yes, you're not," because I'm going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sounds like he's dealing with it like a
0: champ. Someone who deserves his job. <laughs> don't touch my bag and don't, don't touch me. I don't need I, Do I, not touch my bag and do not touch me. Are you going to jump out of the car? No, not at the moment. Okay. Well, I need you to get out of the car though. Okay. Do not touch me and do not do not touch my bags. Okay. I, I, I don't know what you want me to do, man. I've got to, I've got to get right? you out of the car. I'm not threatening you. Don't touch. Do not touch my property. Do not
1: touch my property, sir. The guy is frustratingly French at this stage. He
0: gets. He just gets. Do not touch my property. Do not touch my property.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like I'm. I'm on your side again now. Fuck this guy.
0: (laughs) White flag. White flag. Where it's safe.
1: safe. Put it where it's safe. He's touched my property. He's narrating to his phone now. Mm.
0: I just need to uh, document that your
1: bag is safe as well. <laughs> there you go. EJ has removed the camera from the holster to take it outside and show where he has placed his bag safely on the side of the road. <laughs>
0: so we have his his bag safe just here. All good. And we have uh, Stephen in the back just here. I, I need you to explain what, what happened.
1: I, I, I don't know if you understand, but that's not part... Of- is this the same petrol station where you were accused of stealing things and you had to run away? No. Is no, this no, 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 not no. Rushcutters, was that?
0: No, no, it's actually... Oh, it might. It's on the same
1: road, maybe? I think it's the same station.
0: No, no, it's not the same station. Oh. I definitely know the scene of a crime, th- okay. but uh <laughs> that, that was not one of them. There's no getaway but The area. contract, so if I what ask you, you to leave...
1: what is do spell of the contract? If I
0: ask you to leave for any reason, even if it's some reason that you don't agree with, you've got to get From out. The That's the policy. I'm sorry, Stephen. I know you don't like my personality. Okay, call Uber. Call Uber. It doesn't work
1: that way. This is my favorite thing. So backstory is Elliot from the start is so confident this is the Uber policy, which is the driver at any stage can cancel the trip, which may or may not be true, but Uber does not give a fuck. It is. Def- <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's definitely my written contract that if you ever feel threatened, that was the key word, then you can ask somebody to get out. Oh, Hence you he used the word threatened a lot. Yes. And yeah. so that
1: it was always documented and being like, I felt threatened. What were you going to say to Uber about how you felt threatened by this guy?
0: Um, I don't know. I would have just said that my arms uh, don't work right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have um Alzheimer's. And they're <laughs> like, you shouldn't
1: be driving. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, I drive for Uber? <laughs> Sorry, that's my Alzheimer's kicking in. Totally- <laughs> that's my uh, bad arm. They can't ask
0: you to get out. So what would what the next step would be is I call the police. Okay, call the police. It's not going to go down like that because the- I don't need them. But you're smaller the- than me and I can pull you out of the car. Okay, if you... If you- <laughs> I was just doing the math there of being like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't want to wait for cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he called your bluff so hard. He did. He was like, he was like, this guy doesn't have the time. He's like, there's no way the cops like this guy. I should have known that he was going to the airport and didn't have the time. Oh, okay. I should have yeah. just called the bluff and just sat there and been like, what time's your flight? Oh, that would have been
1: great. You know that what I'm saying? That actually would have been great.
0: And like, uh, I mean, just put it on him and just without any other words, I was too enthusiastic to tell him to get out. I was just like, dude, get the fuck out of my car. You sure were. I mean, this is still the best. I did that all the time. I did that whenever people were just like uh, acting or acting shitty or being, uh, you know, misbehaving or leaving just trash, obviously, in my car and, you know, not being apologetic or something for it. I'd be like, get out. But not Steven. It's but not going to go down like that. Because I don't
1: need them. But you're smaller than me uh, and I can pull you out of the car. Okay. <laughs> so that's still the best part. I don't need the cops, Stephen. I'm a one-man police force. Uh, it was
0: uh, There's no masculinity needed here. His wife would have pulled him out. <laughs> you do that. You're, you're threatening. Okay, threat. I'm, I'm threatening just going to drive away and you can leave your bag here. It's, it's
1: up to you. Bam. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> that's the end of the video. That is a very... So, How do, I don't know if I saw the end of the... How did this all play out? What happened next? He realised that I had checkmated him, and was like, "That was that was a great checkmate." You're right. Leaving the bag on the side of the road was pretty inspired. And I said to him, um, but I gave him, I said, "You got
0: three seconds," which turned into about another sixty, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I, and then he goes that's it, you're going to lose your job. And I was like, we'll see about that. And he was right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so angry. And I was uh, like, I'll fucking kill that guy. <laughs> no, no. But I was like, whatever, fair play. It was like it was like a game of fencing. I was like, you won.
1: Well, there you go. I'm <laughs> glad we went through it. So how do you feel in hindsight? Do you think, like here's, here's how I feel about the whole thing. Here's my interpretation of it all. The guy is clearly a dick. Mm. And uh, I didn't realize you'd done this before where other people had gone along with it. You also should have just taken him to the airport. <laughs> you should have just put the radio on and taken him to the airport. Nah, dude, because then that guy would
0: have turned into another dickhead, which would have turned into another dickhead, which would have just turned me insane. And I decided that, that was not what I was doing. I was not hosting a dickhead club in my car. <laughs> and so if you were a dickhead, out you go. <laughs> out you go at wherever <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> and I pride myself on that today. Ellie Rivetti, Bondi Revenge and Cleaning Clo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, all right, we gotta we gotta wrap things up. I gotta get out of here. Um, you what be, are you too talented? I am too talented. Oh. Right. Uh, you got a
0: joke, otherwise I've got a joke. I've got a joke. Um, I'm not, you know, the most confident on it.
1: Why would you be? Because <laughs> you're a piece of
0: <laughs> shit with no soul. <laughs> and, okay. Tommy Kevlar. Click, click,
1: <laughs> click, click. Every time.
0: Break that Kevlar. Okay. Tom a man went to see his doctor and his doctor said so you have you have to stop masturbating and the, the guy says uh, why and, and the doctor says it's distracting <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke, and you've told it on a previous week. Oh, have I really? Yep. Fuck, we're going. So this is you've doubled up. Now. You've doubled up on two weeks. I have to. We have to go back on editing and get rid of uh, the last week's ads that I promised that I would have written for you. When Tom had to go back and use old ones, and now you've recycled the joke of the week. Tom,
1: did I really? That was. Oh.
0: Are we slipping?
1: Yeah, we are slipping. That's how you get to twenty-one podcasts, and you just start doing the first twenty again. <laughs> you
0: really reel it in when people show you that love, <laughs> guys. The tremendous podcast. Tom, uh, have you got another joke for us?
1: No, I'm gonna just cut all this out. The tre- <laughs> <laughs> tremendous, everybody. See ya. I love you.